Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Calgary Flames fans, it's time for Flames Unfiltered. Entertaining and controversial hockey talk with your host, Brad Bird. Loss. 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 And another loss. And then the bomb drops. Good evening and welcome to Flames Unfiltered, episode 108. I am the host of the show, Brad Brood. Good to have you with us. Uh, yeah, we should be watching the Flames play the Toronto Maple Leafs right now, um, but that's not happening. And uh, I don't know, it just seems... Well, first off, it, it's unfortunate. I mean, we don't want to see anybody sick. Um, I don't know, depressing? Everybody in the whole world is over this and uh, doesn't want to deal with this anymore. And it uh, seems like we uh, we keep dealing with it. Yeah. COVID state of the NHL right now is not good. Um, I, I, don't, I don't even know how many players are, <laughs> have come down with it. Um, there's so many positive cases, it seems like every time I open Twitter, it's another team um i i don't know i don't know what will happen less uh, i know that league is going to do everything possible to not pause the season which i hope they don't um i don't think that'll do any good to be honest with you um i don't because i think we're going to be dealing with this like this dare i say forever so we better learn to manage this uh, team phone call or last night, I believe it was 32 team reps. Um, talked with the NHLPA and the NHL about tightening COVID protocols, uh, mass outside or mass, no outside activities, eating in restaurants, things like that. Um, back to the hell that it was the NHL last year. Um, sounds like that's what they're going back to. There was a little bit of pushback about players being allowed to go to restaurants and stuff. And uh, the way I look at it is this, guys. If we can, and I'm usually like pro league on this, but on this one I'm like, I'm sorry, these players have to live their lives. I'm under the belief this, never, this is never going away. So we can think that it is, but it's not because we've proven that it's not going to two years into this. Um, so we're going to have to learn how to manage this. These players are going to have to live like normal human beings. Um, I don't know. This week has been a whirlwind. It truly has. I mean, the news just every day is changing by the minute. So as soon as I get done recording this tonight, we'll have new news about the flames in the morning. Uh, I'd like to say we probably won't have bad news tomorrow because there's virtually no one that can come down with it. Um, 
and uh, probably won't have any good news because you can't rush this back. So I just kind of hope there's no news. Um, as for what we plan to talk about on the show tonight, uh, we were going to talk about trade bait and who the Flames are going to try to go after a deadline, who would fill their needs, and uh, I don't know. I started to prepare for that, and I thought, why am I doing this? Like, we got to just worry about getting back on the ice now, right? Um, so I'm going to shelf that. We'll talk about that in the, in the coming weeks. Um, today on the episode, we're going to recap uh, the games that did get played. Carolina in Calgary last week, Boston in Calgary Saturday night. We'll roll into the COVID shutdown in Calgary. After we get a grasp on that, we'll uh, uh, discuss the recent skid and how the Flames will come back after this extended break. And uh, this team has been buried in this four-game losing streak, and it's going to be working on us mentally this whole break. Um, let's hope that it's not working on the players' minds as much as it is mine. I don't know why it's bothering me so much. And uh, then we'll get in touch with some uh, Flames news, news from the Pacific. Got a great Facebook poll with some interesting responses. And um, then we'll wrap with some projections on when we're going to see hockey again in Calgary. Hopefully, yes, hopefully sooner than later. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Flames fans, it is, uh, yeah, it is time to, let's talk about the games that we did see get played last week. And uh, Carolina came to the Saddle Dome, and, and you know what? And I don't know. We lost. <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad of a game, though. Did you guys? I mean, I just did not think it was that bad. Um, two to one final in overtime, another overtime loss to the flames. Some people are really making a big deal of this. Um, it is a big deal in the fact that where would we be if we would get these single points that we're losing, but I don't know, honestly, that night, weren't you guys just happy to get a point the way it was going? It just didn't seem like things were going the flames away. Um, Sebastian Ajo, both goals for Carolina, uh, shots, 27, 26 in favor of the flames, Aho gets the game winner also. Um, Noah Hannafin is the only goal scorer for the Flames. And I thought the Flames played solid, but it just didn't seem like we were burying the chances that we were getting. Um, you know, sometimes teams are going to go through this where it's just it's going to come a little tougher. And uh, um, that's what the Flames are in right now. We're just, it, it's a little bit of a grind. It, it is. And, uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't. How do you? I don't know how you change that just by snapping your fingers. You don't. You, you snap it by hard work. Hard work changes the luck. 
um, Saturday night, Boston rolled in, uh, to the saddle dome. And I don't know why we, we, we played so well in that four, I believe it was four to nothing win over Boston earlier in Boston. And one of the better performances by the flames. And, um, I felt like the flames came out with pretty good jump in this game. Um, seems like this game was three weeks ago. Doesn't it flames fans? Um, it's probably the first night of the year where I can look and say, yeah, Markstrom was not good. Probably the first night I can really say that, you know. Um, he just wasn't sharp. He just didn't look sharp at all from, from the get-go that night. Um, again, the offense was lackluster, and not, the the passes weren't crisp, and the the zone entries weren't smooth, and the um, they just the execution wasn't as... Uh, I guess what we've gotten used to this year in Calgary. Um, you know, one thing I've really noticed in the last little bit here is our our zone exits aren't as crisp and as quick. Um, one of the things Daryl Sutter implemented a little bit later in the year last year, but this year um, especially, is um, when that defenseman gains control of it in the defensive zone, it is a quick pass out of the zone. There is no wasting time. The goal is to get it out of the zone as quick as possible. Um, I feel like during this little losing streak, we've, we've struggled a little bit with that. And then, uh, you know, we're not just not capitalizing, um, with those scoring chances. Then the bomb dropped and postponement starts. So far we've had Mondays, the 13th game in Chicago postponed. Tuesday, the 14th game in Nashville postponed. Tonight's game in Calgary versus Toronto postponed the 16th. And then Saturday night's game, the 18th, um, when Columbus is coming to the Saddle Dome, has been postponed. We're going to talk a little bit more about that right after this. All right. Um, I'll preface this by saying... There's nothing I hate talking more about on this show than COVID. I'm spent. I'm done with it. I'm over it. My family's dealt with it. I've dealt with it. Um, No fun. Um, I don't want anybody sick, but I also want us to be realistic about this. And um, sometimes I take the unpopular opinion. But you know what? I'm sorry. I'm not apologizing for my opinion. Um, I think we're all entitled to it, right? I think we're all entitled to it. Um, let's talk about how this how this all went down. Uh, Saturday, uh, standard tests were taken. I believe vaccinated, which is everybody in the team has a test every three days. Uh, tests were taken. Late evening results. Um, the Flames were made aware of some issues. Um, Sunday, the team planned flight to chicago uh they knew had a few positives those players were left off the plane the plane boarded um after a long delay of waiting for secondary tests on the rest of the team the plane was delayed on the runway uh they waited for results uh the team finally deplaned after a long delay and more positives arose uh thoughts about the team traveling game day were uh the next plan, and then those plans were dashed with even more positives as Monday the Flames reported that Elias Lindholm, Andrew Majapani, Brad Richardson, Adam Rzyska, Chris Tanev, Nikita Zadorov, and a training staff member 
tested positive. With that many players, six players, one staff, uh, entering COVID protocol in one 24-hour period, the team was flagged as a um, like an outbreak risk team, and uh, the flight was then canceled for sure to go to the U.S. from Canada. Uh, the NHL issued a press release, and uh, the game against uh, the game through this Thursday tonight was um, was postponed. Tuesday morning, we woke up to news that Noah Hannafin, Milan Lucic, and Sean Monahan had tested positive, and so we went from bad to worse. Uh, then we went from bad to worse to really worse Wednesday when we woke up and Rasmus Anderson, Byron Fraze, Johnny Gaudreau, Erica Branson, Trevor Lewis, Jacob Markstrom, Tyler Pitlick, Coach Ryan Huska, Coach Kirk Miller, Coach Daryl Sutter, seven staff members. Whew. Couldn't get any worse at this point. <laughs> Thursday, we woke up to Oliver Shillington, Dylan Dubé, and another staff member. Yes, if you're keeping tally, that is 18 players, three coaches, 10 staff members, 31 members of the Calgary Flames. So who the heck isn't even on this list? Is there anybody left? That would be Matthew Kachuk, Blake Coleman, Michael Backlund, Stone, and Vladar. That's all. So Alberta requires... Uh, 10 days isolation for anybody, 10 days minimum isolation for anybody that tests positive. Um, For the most part, from what I'm hearing, is most players are asymptomatic. Um, Players that are not are not um, doing bad, though, is what I've been told. I'm sure there's going to be more updates on that tomorrow. Uh, Of course, all players and staff and coaches were vaccinated couple things I'm going to take away on this, and uh, then we're going to roll out of the COVID thing, is that, you know what, testing in Canada has to improve. <laughs> we can't have these long delays. I'm sorry. Um, it's not that way in the U.S. And we can't just say, well, because it's government run, it's going to be that way. No, we have to be better. Right? We just have to be better. So they need to figure out a way to get these tests back so we don't have players waiting that long. That's ridiculous. First signs came back Saturday night, and we're still unknown on Sundays afternoon. Like, really? Come on. With all the players reportedly doing fine, it makes me wonder. I've often questioned why professional athletes who have very little exposure to um, day-to-day human contact outside, you know, while they're at their job, because this is their job, um, I wonder why we test professional athletes. We don't test Walmart workers who are in front of a thousand people a day. We don't test physicians who are treating you in the emergency room. Um, there's just a lot of things that don't make sense to me. Um, that being said, I'm not saying that we shouldn't be testing our professional athletes. Um, 
I just know that based off of what we've learned, this isn't going away, guys. And this is a battle that if we keep doing what we're doing, we're going to have to deal with this for years and years to come. Um, this is going to sound crazy, but with all players doing fine and no one extremely sick, do we just not want uh, the final, what is it, five guys to get this, get it into their system, build natural immunity, which is proven to be the best immunity because the vaccine is proving that it's not working to prevent it. They're saying it helps reduce the um, severity of it, but we really don't have proof of that. Um, We're hoping that's what it's doing. I don't know. We could go way deep into this, but you know what I've learned over this, you know, two-year bullshit madness that we've dealt with, with with COVID is that I'm so sick and tired of talking about it, I can't even think about it anymore. With that being said, I just pray for all the Flames players, family, everybody affected with it. Looking forward to seeing you on the ice real soon. All right, Flames fans, let's talk about this losing streak that was halted because of a COVID shutdown, not because of a win, which sucks, because a win tonight over Toronto would have been a hell of a lot more fun than sitting here going, well, we're going to have to go through the Christmas break wondering what team shows up when this is done. Four straight losses, 0-3 and one stretch for the Flames. They dropped two at home, or excuse me, two on the road, two at home. Um... Played some good teams, though. I'll give them that. Uh, They're sitting currently, I believe it's second right now in the Pacific. That is going to change because the Flames won't be playing games for a while. It seems like things have changed on the ice, though. And I'm not pushing the panic button, and I'm not freaking out, and I'm not going crazy. And who knows, maybe this break will be, will be a blessing. But things aren't coming easy. We're not playing as quick. We're not moving the puck as quick. Our passes aren't as sharp. They're not as quick off the sticks. Um, we're not converting on the chances we're getting. Our goaltending hasn't been as good up in you know, just the last game, I would say. Before that, I would say that it was by far as good. Our shooting percentage has dropped drastically. What what is it? Is it is it the uh, the road heavy schedule finally catching up to this team? Um, has it been the the breakneck pace this team has had to play at, um, night in and night out, having to play this um, incredibly detailed system? Um, is that the right word for a detailed? Is incredibly responsible system would probably be a better way to put it. I hope this team can figure this out soon. Um, We could use some of these overtime points. I'm not freaking out about that like other people are freaking out about that. We could use a goal from Pitlick when he gets back healthy um, or Trevor Lewis. Um, We could use a a heat up from Blake Coleman and and Dylan Dubé. 
Do you know that Dylan Dubé, Sean Monahan, and Blake Coleman also rank at the bottom third of the league for five-on-five shooting percentage this season? Of the Flames, 10 forwards with at least 200 minutes played, half of them rank in the bottom 33% in that category. we got to bury these shots. We can't have that continue. Let's look at the schedule in December. That's kind of when things started getting shaky. We won on December 2nd over the LA Kings, 3-2 in LA. I thought it was a pretty good game. Um, I thought we were really good the next night, actually, against Anaheim, who we beat in overtime 4-3, or in a shootout, excuse me. And then here's where it went off the rails. And leave it to Las Vegas for it to go off the rails because you know how the Flames are in Las Vegas. A 2-3 loss. Uh, Flames were not good um, and a frustrating one. A couple nights later, two nights later in San Jose, 5-3 loss to the Sharks, who've got our number this year, which is a team I don't want to have our number. And then we went back home and we thought, all right, we got a long home. So we got, you know, two games at home here. We got two on the road and then we're back home for a lot and the holidays are here and, and things will be just fine in Calgary. And we dropped both of those, a, a 2-1 to one overtime game to Carolina and a 4-2 game to Boston, um, which had its moments, but team didn't just look as good as, as they have been. Is this panic time? No. Um, I'm hoping that, you know what, I'm hoping, I'm hoping this COVID break, if there's going to be a blessing out of this, we got we to look for the positive, right? Is that, you know what, all the the junk part of these last couple of games gets uh, thrown in the trash. And we remember the games when we beat Pittsburgh handily and when we beat Boston in Boston and um, the nights when the puck was going in and the confidence was high. Did you hear what I just said? Confidence. We talked about it a ton at the beginning of the year when the flames got off to a good start and things were clicking. The team was brimming with confidence. That has seemed to kind of fade away. When you're confident, you bury the shots. And the Flames aren't doing that right now. And I think that's really, really critical that the Flames get that figured out because this team is, has been really good this year. And we talked about it on the last show about you know, we don't have a lot of Christmas wishes. We have a lot of things to be thankful for this year. I guess we can be thankful that uh, none of our players are really, really ill now. But we also can be thankful that we are sitting in a good, pretty good position in, in the standings. And uh, hopefully we bounce out of this and, and get a win right out of the gate and, and all this is forgotten and the, and the losing streak doesn't drag on. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
All right, Flames fans, let's talk about a little bit of news. The first few things happened pre-COVID. Valimaki uh, was sent to Stockton, which I don't know. Was that a shock? Get him some more playing time. He went down there. They recalled Byron Fraze um, up to the big club, and we did see him in one game, I believe. Lucic's milestone was finally celebrated in front of fans since last year. We couldn't celebrate his is a thousand one thousand I can't, can't say one thousand game mark um in front of fans we uh we did it on on a perfect night on a Saturday night against Boston and it was uh, uh good to, good to see Lucic uh proud and, and he should be proud a thousand game in this league is is an amazing amazing feat some good news this week in Calgary um yeah hearing that uh there's no appeals um, of the new arena development permit and it's now full steam ahead hearing groundbreaking is targeted to start in january Whew, if that isn't news we need right now in calgary huh here's something else i wanted to bring up on the show and i'm going to do my research on this because i don't get it calgary flames nfts are now available this is a new digital picture format that you can buy like almost like stocks and the value of them goes up and you can use them and you own the rights to them. I don't know. I need to do more research on this so I know what I'm talking about. I'm going to do a little research over the holidays on what NFTs are and who the hell knows. Maybe I'll buy one. Maybe I can incorporate it to the show. Huh? We'll see. I don't know. News from in the division, the Oilers losing skid is uh, <laughs> is clicking along as they uh, they have a few thing problems with COVID. They lost a player. They have a head coach out right now. That went down Tuesday, and they lost their sixth straight hockey game. <laughs> the Maple Leafs pounded them 5-1, six-game losing streak. Last five games were at home. Troubles, troubles, troubles. Good news if you're an Oilers fan, which there's none listening to this show. They are winning tonight against Columbus. Vancouver hires president and interim GM Jim Rutherford. The Canucks win streak since Bruce Brudrow stepped behind the bench. The Vancouver Canucks are like a whole different team. They've won all their games, five of them, which that is. They have a new attitude. They actually have a work ethic now. They're putting pucks in. Pedersen is scoring. It looks like he cares again. Horvat scoring. Besser scoring. Everybody's scoring. Demko is still good in that. And they're one. They're winning. Five wins in a row. Three one impressive. Come from behind. They were down three to one to Columbus the other night. Came from behind and won. <sighs> Not good if you're a Flames fan. So where does that leave the standings? Anaheim sits atop the Pacific with 39 points. Calgary at 36 in second. Vegas 34 in third. Edmonton 32 in fourth. San Jose 31 in fifth. LA 29 in sixth. Vancouver 28 in seventh. Seattle 23rd in eighth. 23 points in eighth. Look at this, though. Think about this. Vancouver now is only four points back of a playoff spot for Edmonton. Edmonton is a point away from losing a playoff spot. Vegas went from sixth to third. Anaheim went from third to first. 
Did we see the Pacific get this topsy-turvy this quick? Surprising me a little bit. Anaheim keeps clicking along. They're 6-2-2 two two in their last 10. Vancouver, we didn't see them coming back, did we? We had them written off for dead. They've won five in a row. They're 7-3-0 oh in their last 10. Oh, man. Playoff odds at the Athletic. Here's what they are for the Pacific. Vegas Golden Knights, 95% chance that the Vegas Golden Knights make the playoffs. Calgary second, 88%. Edmonton third, 77%. I'd say hold your horses on that one. Anaheim, 63%. San Jose, 26 LA, 16 Seattle, 6 And Vancouver, 5 I think they are sleeping on the Canucks on that one. I'm a little worried. I'm worried about this Canucks team now coming on strong. They have hit the ground running, and uh, if they can keep this going and they can stay you know, out of the COVID crunch crazy crap and get through the Christmas, we'll look out for the Vancouver Canucks. And uh, you know what? We had uh, Canucks fan Blake Fryers on the show two weeks ago to talk about the Pacific, and it was humdrum. Canucks are dead back then, and then all of a sudden, since he came on the show, they haven't lost. <laughs> I'm not having him on. Well, maybe we need to have him back on, switch the lock back, and Vancouver can start losing. Facebook poll tonight. We did a little Facebook poll with our friends over at Flames Hub and the Calgary Flames fans on Facebook. If you're a Flames fan, you got to get on over and join those groups. They talk Flames hockey every single night. It's a ton of fun. Well, I posed a question to him, and I said that going into the COVID shutdown, the Flames had dropped four straight games. With an unknown time frame on the COVID delay mounting, do you think the Flames will come come out of this shutdown and get back on their winning ways, or will this delay hurt the team even more and continue their recent struggles? I had 162 people respond to the poll, which is a great amount, and thank you for everybody that takes the time to, to place your vote. I, I, I really, really do appreciate it. And the results, 124, which is 77%, think the Flames will bounce back to their winning ways as soon as they get cleared to play after this COVID shutdown. 38 people, 23% said, nope, the struggle is real. The Flames have fallen back to the earth, and it's going to be a difficult pull ahead. My response is, I don't have a clue what to think. There is so much unknown with this COVID thing that I have no idea at all what to expect coming out of this. I don't. I hope they come back and win the first game. Because if they do that, I think then confidence comes back up, things get rolling again. I like their chances of that simply because of the Sutter system and he'll have them ready to play. But it is scary. It is the unknown. <laughs> we got a few days to think about it and worry about it because uh, I think it's going to be a while before the Flames hit the ice again. Get all your Flames Unfiltered podcasts, team news, team updates, and highlights at flamesunfiltered.com. Well, this is a part of the show we talk about game previews and, and, and what lies ahead in the schedule and you know who's up next. And we don't know what's up next. 
Let's talk about when we possibly could return. If everything goes perfectly and everyone is asymptomatic, um, here would be the exit plan. December 26th, Lindholm, Majapani, Richardson, Rzuska, Tanev, and Zadorov would be cleared. The 23rd, Hannafin, Lucic, Monahan would be cleared. 24th, Anderson, Fraze, Gaudreau, Gabranson, Lewis, Markstrom, Pitlick, and the coaches would be cleared. The 25th of December, Dubay and Shillington would be cleared. That pretty much puts Tuesday, December 22nd, game in Calgary in jeopardy against Anaheim. And Thursday, December 23rd's game against Seattle in jeopardy. Excuse me, I believe that's Wednesday, the 23rd. Um, that will be in jeopardy. And uh, I don't know if I had to project it. I would say we'll see our flames back on the ice December 27th when the Edmonton Oilers come to the saddle dome, which I pray we'll be able to have full fans. I pray both teams are healthy and everybody's back in the lineup. And I don't know if it's a good thing to start out with the Battle of Alberta, but I guess we don't get to... It's kind of like the first game of the year this year. I didn't really want to start with the Battle of Alberta. I think we're going to have to, though. That's when I project this team getting back. I don't know. We'll see. I wish everybody the best. I hate not having Flames hockey. I've been out of sync all week, not having my day, my routine with Flames and uh, planning what's coming ahead for the team. And I'm, I'm sure everybody in Flames hockey world is feeling the same as me. I know I'm not alone in that one. But uh, sometimes you got to play the cards you're dealt, and uh, none of us want this shut down, and all of us want healthy, uh, healthy players. But, uh, yeah, unfortunate situation. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Flames Unfiltered. This was a short one. These usually run between 45 and 60 minutes. This is a short one. But you know what? I can only talk about COVID so long, and you guys know what I think of that. And I don't think you guys want to hear me talk about COVID much longer, huh? Well, with so many things up in the air with this COVID shutdown, and due to the team being shut down, next week's show... And being holiday, Christmas week, we're going to scratch the show next week. We will have a Flames short next week for you to keep up to date with what's going on in Flames hockey. We will be back the following Wednesday. And yes, we won't be talking about COVID. We're going to talk about how this team's doing back playing hockey. Because this show is good when we talk hockey, not when we talk COVID. Right? Check out flamesunfiltered.com. Get on over to Inside Edge Hockey Media Group on YouTube. That's where you can uh, subscribe for the video version. Audio version over at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you can get your podcast. Follow us on all forms of social media at Flames Unfiltered. And yeah, you know what? Pray for the Flames. Pray for the families. Pray for the league. Pray for everybody. Merry Christmas, Flames fans. Get connected. Flames Unfiltered can be found on Twitter at Flame Unfiltered. And also make sure you check out our Facebook page at Flames Unfiltered. Check out host Brad Brood on Twitter at Brad Brood. And if you like what you hear, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can find Flames Unfiltered on all the major podcast players. 
Thanks again and enjoy the hockey Play action. Off! Play off! Yeah, baby! Play off! Yeah, baby! Thanks for tuning in to Flames Unfiltered. Check back for more action-packed Calgary Flames talk. This episode of Flames Unfiltered was copyrighted and produced by Inside Edge Hockey Media Group. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.